Praise the Lord tonight. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord tonight for Wednesday night Bible study. Yep. Amen. We praise God for you. Um, praise God for those who will be tuning in. Um, those who can't. Those who want to. Um, we believe that God is mindful of you. And if you desire to, to receive the word, you will. Amen. Amen. Because God is good that way. Um, so we praise God on this Wednesday. Uh, this is our second Bible study um, of the year. And um, looking forward to it. Amen. Looking forward to the Lord speaking to us and continuing to build us up in our faith. Yes. Amen. Um, and on that front, on that score, our Bible study is entitled Living by Faith. And uh, we're going to continue. We started last week and we're going to continue with it on this week. Uh, living by Faith. Uh, so important for us. In fact, it's vital. Yes. Uh, we, we spoke last week about how the Bible in four separate verses commands that the just shall live by faith. Yes. Right? Habakkuk mm -hmm. 2 and 4, Romans 1 and 17, Galatians 3 and 11, and Hebrews 10 and 38 all say that the just shall live by faith. You know, if God says something once, we need to listen. If he says it four times, we better listen. <laughs> yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so um, we, we, we take this seriously. And as we said last week, um, you know, we all want to live a better life. Yes. And a life of faith is better than the life without faith. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so um, we, we, we want to rise up to our calling in God, which is to live by faith and be honest enough in our assessment of how we've been living to this point as to whether or not we've kind of gone in and out of faith. You know, I believe now, but I don't believe the next time. Uh, I believe for this, but I don't believe for that. You know, and let's get more consistent because as we get more consistent with the exercising of our faith in our daily living, mm -hmm. we'll become stronger in our faith. Yeah. Um, and then I believe we will see more of God's power, glory to God, more of God's power released in our lives. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was praying and, and the Holy Spirit led me to say, you know, sometimes you pray and you know, okay, God took over right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like it came out and you go, whoa. Right, right. where did that come from? Yeah, you know. And um, I was praying one, one morning and, and uh, I just heard myself just say, God, today I want to live in your power. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, I need to pray that every single day. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, it's not when God speaks to you, that simple truth, but mm -hmm. that is so powerful to you. And I just said, Lord, today I just want to live in your power. 
Glory to God. Amen. But when we live the life of faith, that's what we do. Yes. We're living in the power of God. How many of you would rather live in the power of God than in the power of you? Yes. Amen. Yes. In the power of God as opposed to the power of something or somebody else. Yes. Amen. That's what the life of faith is. Living by faith is living in the power of God. Mm -hmm. And that's where God wants us to be, and that's where we're going. Amen. Uh, amen. We declared last week two things. One, we're going to live by faith more than we ever have before. Amen. Mm -hmm. And and that's the one declaration. And the other declaration uh, that we made last week is our faith is growing stronger. Okay. Amen. Those yeah. are two declarations. Amen. Let's make them two decrees. And the Bible says, we shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Amen. Um, and so let's decree it and let the Lord establish it in our lives. Amen. We're going to live by faith more than we ever have before. And our faith is growing stronger. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. All right. So tonight, let's continue on this journey living by faith and i'm going to ask you to turn with me to mark chapter four and we're going to read from verse 35 down to verse 41 and i will read in the new uh, in the king james version mark 4 35 down to verse 41 And it says this, it says, And the same day when the evening was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. <clears throat> and they awake him and saith unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Mm -hmm. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Let's pray tonight over the word. Father, we bless you for the yes, word Father. that was just read into our hearing. Father, we pray now that the Holy Spirit will take us and teach us this word yes that our eyes will be opened that we will see the truth that our ears will be open to receive every word that you're speaking unto us tonight and that father that we will not only hear but we will hearken and do the word of the lord father we thank you god that your word is the bread of life that yes. it nourishes yes, our god. spirit man Yes. And Father, we believe that we're growing stronger as a result of being here tonight. So Father, have your way, yes, oh God. God. And Father, let your will be done in the lives of your people. And Father, we uh, are just excited about what 
you're going to say tonight. And so in advance, we thank you for it. We bless you for it. And we give you praise. In Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we just read uh, Mark 4, 35 to 41. And again, we're talking about living uh, by faith. Um, you know, whatever it is that uh, we're going to accomplish this year and every year that God gives us on this side of glory, we're going to accomplish it by faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. No more of this working in our own strength thing. We're giving that up. Amen. We're going to accomplish everything by faith. Now, as we said, you know, um, it is and, and, and will always be the will of God for his people to live by faith. Mm -hmm. And that's in the day to day. That's not just simply in the uh, in the big affairs of life or the big events of life, but it's in the day to day dealings of life, great and small. Mm -hmm. Um we have to live by faith. Yeah. I think we need to be clear about something. Faith, faith must have an object. Meaning, you know, you, you have to have faith in something. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to just talk generically and say, I have to have faith. I have to live by faith. That's almost in some ways an incomplete sentence. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you remember when, when uh, in Mark 11, you remember when Jesus cursed the fig tree mm -hmm. and kept walking and then they came back the next day and... The disciples said, and in fact, it was Peter who said to him in Mark eleven twenty one, he said, Master, behold, the fig tree which you cursed is withered away. Jesus said to him, have faith in God. <laughs> that was the first thing he said in response to him. And then he started telling him that if you would speak to this mountain and tell it be thou removed and be captain. But before all of that, you should have whatever you say. Before all of that, he's, you, the fig tree is dried up from the roots, Jesus. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And Jesus said to him, have faith in God. And that's the key. Uh -huh. See, we don't just live by faith. We live by faith in God. Uh -huh. Yes. We, you know what I mean? We, and, and we can't leave that unsaid. Because if we leave it unsaid then people can, you know, sometimes people have faith in their faith. Yeah. You know, they'll tell you how strongly they believe, how, how strong they are in faith. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and they feel very confident in their ability to believe. But all glory goes to God. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, because even your faith, my faith, how many of you know faith is a fruit of the spirit? Yeah. It says love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, faith, mm -hmm. meekness, and temperance. Faith is a fruit of the spirit. 
It's something God gives us. Jesus is the author and the finisher. That means beginning and end and everything in between of our faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. Jesus is the word. Right. So, so everything about faith is about God. And so if we have faith, then God is in that. And we don't want to have faith in our faith. Jesus didn't say have faith in your faith when he, when he said you curse the fig tree. He yeah. said what? Have faith in God. Mm-hmm. You know, um, don't have faith in your credentials. Don't have faith in your job. Don't have faith in your finances. Don't have faith in your natural ability. Have faith what? In God. In God. So when we're talking about living by faith, let's complete the sentence. We're talking about living by faith in God. Amen. Um, we're going to come back to Mark in a minute. I just want to hold, hold your place there in Mark chapter 4, but let's go to Galatians chapter 2 on the same point of having faith in God. And so when I said before, your faith has to have an object, and for us, it's in a person. Mm-hmm. And that person is Jesus Christ. Amen. That person is God the Father. Have faith in God. Now, in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, we know this verse. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live how? By the faith, and watch this, of the Son of God, Mm -hmm. who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, um, you know, we, it says, listen, that the life I, which I now live mm-hmm. in the flesh. So this is on this side of glory, walking about this earth day to day. The life that we now live mm-hmm. on this earth day to day, we are to live what? How? By faith. In the Son of God. And now it says by faith of the Son of God, but then there's other versions that say by faith in the, in, in the Son of God. Mm-hmm. But that's how we got to live. So when we're talking about living by faith, it's by faith in God, it's by faith in the Son of God. Right. Amen. And so we have to keep that in mind. Now, we, we, we say that in the context of, now we talk about that. So now we say, okay, yeah, I know that preacher. <laughs> supposed to live by faith. I know that already. I'm supposed to live by faith in God. I got you. What else you got for me? This is what I have for you. If you're like the disciples mm-hmm. in this passage that we read today, living by faith in God is going to be very hard. What do I mean by that? Because see, in this passage, Jesus said to them, let us pass over into the other side. Mm-hmm. And then they all got into a ship. And um, Jesus went to the back of the ship and he went to sleep. He went to sleep. And I love Mark's uh, uh, version because this is also in Matthew and Luke. But I love Mark's version because it said he was he was sleeping on a pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was getting some good sleep. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jesus was snoring? No. I do. I made in the image and likeness of God. I snore. 
If I snore, Jesus snores. I don't know about your Jesus, but my Jesus snores. Okay. Your Jesus don't snore? <laughs> my Jesus snores. Amen. I think I think he was snoring on that pillow. Okay. That's just me. If you don't want your Jesus to snore, then your Jesus don't snore. You have a snoreless Jesus. <laughs> my Jesus. <laughs> my Jesus snores. Amen. Mm -hmm. But he was asleep on the pillow. And, you know, it said it said that the storm, if we look at it, it says they got into the ship and it said, and there arose a great storm of wind. Mm -hmm. And it's not entirely clear here if you read quickly, but you need to understand that, that they were on the Sea of Galilee. And the Sea of Galilee is like 600, 500, 600 feet below sea level, surrounded by mountains. Mm -hmm. and, and the way the terrain is, 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 um, is situated, um, you know, winds will come out from the mountains and they could go down to the Sea of Galilee and it could whip up a storm in an instant. Mm. So you get the sense here that, you know, they got into the ship and when it said, and there arose a great storm, it came quickly on them. Mm. Okay. A storm came quickly on them. <laughs> Isn't that the truth though? Yep. In our lives, don't storms come quickly on us? Yeah. So many, how many storms in your life have come quickly without warning, mm -hmm. right? You know, storms, you know, you got them pop-up storms. You know, you, you, you're going along, you're having a great day, and something just, you know, a storm wind just blows into your life. A financial storm, some bill comes telling you that you owe thousands of dollars. Or you get some medical report. You just thought you were going for a routine physical. And the doctor tells you he found something. Yes, Storms so just, true. man, they just come mm -hmm. up, amen. You know, you, you get that call, you know, from, from your school. It's in the middle of the day. You, you're having a good time and you're having a good day at work. Mm -hmm. And you get a call that your child done done something crazy and now they're expelled. You know, storms just come. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and, and, uh, and sometimes far worse than that. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, you know, but storms just rise up. Yes. Amen. And, and, you know, like here, right. They had no AccuWeather forecast. <laughs> mm -hmm. There was no 10 day, you know, they could put in their phones. They didn't have that. And for us, when it comes to the storm of our lives, we don't have no AccuWeather forecast either. either. Amen. Mm -hmm. Shh. There's a storm on the horizon right now. We don't know how far from shore it is, mm. but it's out there. Jesus. Yeah. You know, now, listen, hopefully God can divert that storm before it <laughs> yes. hits your shore. Amen. But the bottom line is that we all know, if you live long enough, that the storms of life come without warning. So many of them just whip up. And that's mm -hmm. what happened here. Yeah. And these fishermen, you know, Peter's on this boat. John you know, is on this boat, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew's on this boat. Experienced fishermen. They've been on this sea before, and I'm sure they've been in plenty of storms. But it must have been something about this storm. Mm -hmm. But they panicked. Yeah. Right? They panicked. And so there arose a great storm of wind. Glory to God. Sometimes storms do make us panic, don't they? Even if you're a person of faith. Yeah. You can walk with Jesus, you can be with Jesus, but storms of life can make you panic. Hmm. You ever panicked in the midst of a storm when something yeah. came into your life, you panicked? Now, you know, 
if if if, if a person's not going to be honest and, and and it's not going to be sincere, they're going to deny that they panic because you know they always are under control. Right. But praise God for you. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to everybody else who's going to be real. Amen. Amen. That there are times when you panic. There's times when you 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 get discombobulated. Right. There's times when you can't think straight. Mm-hmm. You ever get to those points where you can't think straight? Yeah. Something comes, a storm comes crashing in your life with such force and such violence, you can't even think straight. Mm. And I believe that's what happened with these disciples. They couldn't even think straight. And so, you know, and they're experienced fishermen. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't think straight. And so the storm come up, and, and it says now that, that the ship was now full in verse 37. It was full of water. It filled up, you know, pretty quickly. It's filled with water. And Jesus is sleeping. And they awake him and they say unto him, and this is important, Master, carest thou not that we perish? They wanted, they because they see Jesus sleeping and they wanted yeah. to know, don't you care what's going on here? Don't you care that we're about to die? Yeah. Carest thou not that, that we perish? Now, let, let, let's just continue this and then we'll come back to that. And then it says, he arose. And it's funny because we say he, he rebuked the wind and, and the sea. But it actually says he rebuked the wind. So uh-huh. we don't know what he said to the wind. He just rebuked it. We do know what he said to the sea. He said to the sea, peace be still. I don't yes. know what he said to the yes. wind. Yes. But he spoke to both. Yes, he did. <laughs> right? He rebuked the wind. And then he said Sad to the sea, Jesus. right, peace be still. Sometimes we just put it all together. He said, peace be still. He said, peace be still to the sea. Mm. Now, right, but he rebuked the wind and he said, peace be still to the sea, right? And, and the wind did cease and there was a great calm. Mm. Okay, so, but here's the next thing. He then goes to his disciples and he said, why are ye so fearful? Then he said, how is it that ye have no faith? And there's two small words in each of those sentences that to me changed the whole tenor of the sentence. And the first one is the word so. He said, why are you so fearful? So they weren't just fearful. They were so fearful. I mean, they were, (laughs) right? They had, they, right. And again, this is Mm -hmm. not to be like, you know, get our spiritual noses up in the air at the disciples. This is for us to relate to. That there's been times, man, where we've been so fearful, yes, where we've yes. been so rocked by the storm. We've been so rocked by the news that, yes. that unexpectedly yes. rose up in our lives. We didn't mm. see it coming, and we were so fearful. Lord, what am I going to do Dude, now? Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? When you get so fearful, you know, wow. it's one thing to be a little bit afraid, you're not sure, and all that kind of thing. We're not talking about that. We're talking about being so so fearful, fearful that you panic that that you can't think straight mm. we're talking about storms of life amen and and you know like pastor schwartz always said it didn't happen to you what he say baby keep living keep on living yeah right oh that didn't happen to you oh you don't know what i'm talking about oh you don't know about storms of life keep on living <laughs> yeah you don't know what it means to be so fearful okay keep on living mm-hmm. But people who have lived for a little bit, they can lift up their hand and go, I know what it's like to be so fearful. 
I know what it's like to be gripped in. And you say, well, how are you? You know, God didn't give us the spirit of fear. Bible never said you won't be afraid, though. It just said God didn't give, give it to you. you. <laughs> so, so, so let's stop with that. <laughs> and let's be real. But yeah. again, if you've never been afraid, you've never been so fearful, then come back next week because this Bible study is not for you. <laughs> but, but, but if you, but if, <laughs> if we're going to be honest, right? So fearful. And then he says, how is it that you have no faith? And that's the other small little word that's in the second sentence. He didn't say, how did you... There's other places where Jesus said, how is it that you had such little faith? Right. Well, he'll say, where is your faith? Here he said, how is it that you have... <laughs> no faith. <laughs> <laughs> that lets you know that there's a level of fear that can totally negate faith. Jesus. Amen. That that, And that's why we got to re rebuke fear because, see... Fear neutralizes faith and can totally negate it and make it of none effect. That's why God says over and over and over again in the Bible, fear not, fear not, fear not, be not afraid. Why? Because fear can negate faith, mm -hmm. right? And so here they are, and Jesus says, you have no faith. And, uh, you know, and in verse 41, it says, and they feared exceedingly. And I think there is like, that's more of a reverential awe, awe of seeing him rebuke the, the, the wind and to speak to the sea. Mm -hmm. And so they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and sea obey him? So one of the things that I believe this reveals for us is that they still didn't quite understand who Jesus, Jesus. was, right? Mm -hmm. Now, and, and this is because this is fairly early in Jesus's ministry, and, and they didn't quite know who he was. Um, and so they're like, what manner of man is this? And this is where we part ways with the disciples. Huh. Because the disciples got afraid, at a storm that whipped up in their life. And we can say, I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Amen. The disciples then got to the point, they were so fearful, they couldn't think straight. And we can say, I can relate to that. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, the disciples here said, what manner of man is, is this? Because they didn't really know who Jesus was. And it's at that point, we got to say, okay, um, I can't honestly <laughs> say I can relate to that. You know why? Because we know right now more about Jesus yes. than the disciples yes. knew at this time. Yes. Because we got the whole book. Yes. And they didn't have the whole book. We have the whole book. Yes. So we can't say what manner of man is this because mm. God has been teaching us what manner of man is this in this book. Yeah. And so we can't say that part right there. Amen. We know all the miracles, right? We've read them. We've studied them. We've sung about them. Yes. But here's the thing. God wants us to live by faith, living by faith, living by faith in God, have faith in God. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Yeah. That's how we're going to live. But here's the rub right here. We can't have faith in God if, like the disciples, there's a question in our heart 
as to whether God cares about us. Jesus. And so we can talk all about faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We can do all the confession of scriptures that we want. We can do all the memorization of scriptures that we want. We can do all the confessions out loud that we want. We can do all the fasting, all the praying, all the church going, all the Bible study reading, Jesus. all the Sunday school yes. teaching, all the Sunday school learning. We can do all of that. But if we doubt and question whether God cares for us, it's going to be difficult, if not outright impossible, hmm. to have faith in God. Jesus. Because how can you have faith in a God who you question cares for you? Hmm. And the disciples asked that question. Master, do you care that we perish? Do you care that we're going to die up in this peace? Hmm. The disciples asked the question probably because as they're in the midst of the storm, Jesus was sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. But watch this, though. If they knew who Jesus was, and by now they knew, I think it's Psalm 121. Mm -hmm. uh, that says, what? I will look into the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from yeah. the Lord who made heaven and earth. The Lord will not suffer my foot to be moved. The Lord will, what? That it says, the Lord will not suffer my foot to be moved. He will not sleep or slumber, right? right. right. Something like that, yes. right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't sleep. Right. He doesn't slumber. So now Jesus and man was slumbering and sleeping, but Jesus is 100% man, 100% God. <laughs> yes. I believe the reason why Jesus was sleeping is because he was testing their faith. Oh, yes. Right? He was testing their faith. Yes. Because the Lord that we serve neither slumbers nor sleeps. Amen. You have it there, babe? Yeah. What does it say? The whole thing? No, three and four. It's verse three and four. He will not allow your foot to be, be moved. moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He that keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall will not slumber nor sleep. Amen. We serve a God who don't go to sleep. Mm -hmm. That's why I say, listen, I'm going to sleep at night. God can stay up. <laughs> Amen. Why should I stay up? God's going to stay up all night. I got a problem. Man, that problem kept me up all night. Not me. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Amen. The Bible said he gives his beloved sleep. Yes. And I accept it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and my wife would tell you, I sleep good every night. Yes, Is that the truth, babe? That's the truth. I sleep good every night. Shoot, you can stand me up in the corner. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. You can tell me stand up on one foot. I'm going to sleep. Amen. Yes. But really, but God doesn't sleep, right? Mm -hmm. He neither slumbers nor sleeps. And I think that, that kind of threw them. But watch this. Have we ever felt that God was sleeping on a job in our life? Yeah. You know what I mean? When I say that, meaning that you're like, where is God? How did you, you ever, how did you allow this to happen? Yeah. Or I've been praying for you and I've been asking you and I haven't heard anything. You're not answering me. You're wondering where he is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those types of things, when God, you know, acts in ways that we don't understand, like the disciples are looking at this. They don't understand this. Yeah. They're in the middle of a storm. Water is coming in. The winds are raging. The ship is like being tossed to and fro and he's sleeping. 
I don't understand this. How can he be sleeping? Jesus. And that's the same for us. Like, God, I've been going through, you know what? Mm-hmm. And I've been praying and I've been asking you and I've been pleading. And I've, 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 I've poured out my heart to you and I haven't heard anything. Yeah. And it makes you like, Lord, what's going on? Or, you know, things just keep happening in your life. And it's like, okay, Lord, when's enough? You're like, you know, you were patient for the first thing, patient for the second thing. Then it got to the third. And like, okay. Then it's the fourth, fifth, and sixth. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> Lord, what's going on? Yes. And when you don't understand, sometimes that leads you to ask some questions you shouldn't ask. But it's mm-hmm. coming from, you know, this place like, I don't get it. What's going on, Lord? And you want to know sometimes, God, are you even listening to me? Do you even care? Do you see me? Do you see what's happening? Do you hear my cries? Jesus. And you can get to the point where you question whether God cares. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it happens. Right. Now, we can act like good little Christians and pretend that, no, 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 no matter what happens to me, I always believe God. No, or we can say, yeah, there's been times I've been wondering what God, right. where are you? Right? right. But if we ever get to the point like the disciples and we're now questioning whether God cares for us. It's going to be impossible. Because how can you have faith in a God who you're not sure he even cares about? Yes. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. The enemy would love for us to get to that place. Yeah. You know? He would love for us to get to the place where we're questioning the heart of God toward us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're going to declare something tonight. Amen. What's that? The devil is a liar. Amen. Glory to God. God cares for you. Amen. God cares for you. And he cares for me. Um, and, and, and let's do this. I'd like to, 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 to go through some scriptures. Because again, we can talk all about these faith declarations all we want. But we got to get first things first. You have to know that you know that you know. That Jesus loves you. Yeah. You got to know that. Now, it doesn't mean that, that not, that's not going to be tested. It doesn't mean that sometimes, you know, you, you know, life's going to hit you so hard, you may teeter a little bit. But it's got to be something that is so, it's such an anchor to your soul. Yes, yes. Glory to God. It's such an anchor to your soul that when the storms of life come, you're not going to get off course. Yeah. Amen. You have to know that you know that you know. That Jesus loves me. You got to know that you know that you know that God the Father loves you and cares for you. Amen. Because when the storms come up, as they did here, if you and I can avoid getting to the part where we're so panicked that we get to the point of questioning God's care, if we can avoid that, mm. then we will be able. Yes. And I think this is God's glory to God. <laughs> this is his will we will be able to speak to the storm Mm -hmm. and cause it to be still. We're talking about living in the power of God, right? We were talking about that earlier, Mm -hmm. right? We will be able to, Mm. or at the very least, we'll be able to call on Jesus in faith. (laughs) Yes. But we wouldn't be questioning whether he cares for us because that will be a settled issue. 
So let's let's look at First Peter. We're just going to look at a few scriptures because again, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And so we want to read some 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 word on this point because again, if we if we start talking about faith and how to develop faith and all the rest of that, but we're struggling on this more fundamental point, it, 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 then all that other stuff doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to get there. So let's look at First Peter. Chapter 5, verse number 6. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Mm-hmm. See, you know, yeah. that, 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 you know, he cares about you, mm-hmm. right? The Amplified Version says, He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Mm-hmm. He cares about you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. It's not some haphazard care. It's not some aloof kind of care. It's not some, oh, come on, you know I care. No, it's not, it's not that kind. It's an affectionate, watchful, right, diligent, tender, loving care yes. that he has for us. Amen. Um, first Peter five and seven is, is similar to, um, uh, Psalm 55 and 22, where it tells us that we can cast our burdens on the Lord and, uh, he will sustain us that he will never, uh, suffer the righteous to be moved. Um, uh, because he cares for us, right? He, He cares for us. So, so we have to settle that question. You have to know that God cares for you because see, one of the things about faith, I was reading this earlier um, in, in Strong's Concordance. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at this word faith that, that, that Jesus um, used in Mark chapter 4, verse 40. And that, that word in the Greek is, um, is uh, it, it, it's not only faith, but it's also trust mm-hmm. and confidence. There's a big difference, man, when, when you have confidence that God is going to help you. You know what I mean? When you yes. know yes. God's going to be there, man, you, you, you can walk into some things and you can take some things on. Yes, that's true. It's a difference. You know, David had faith. When, when, when Goliath was out there saying, hey, you come out here and you give me your best man. And, and it said the, the, the army of Israel, they were all shaking in fear and they were hiding. And David was like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? And then he talked to them. He talked to him. You come at me with a a sword and a spear and a shield, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. Amen. He had such confidence that he went out there with his little slingshot and five smooth stones. And he ran to Goliath. That's confidence. And that confidence was in God. Because he said, I come in the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm. He had faith in God. When you have that confidence, you can take on your Goliath. When you have that confidence, you can go through the midst of the storm and say, I'm going to be all right. Yes. You know, and so faith has that confidence and that confidence is impossible to have. If you're wondering, does God care that I'm going through this? Let's settle this question. God cares. Amen. God cares for you. Amen. God cares for you. Amen. God cares what you're going through. God cares what you're thinking. God cares what you're feeling. God cares, you know, 
what you're facing. God cares. Mm -hmm. Amen. David said in Psalm 8 and 4, What is man that thou art mindful of him? You know, mm -hmm. God has you on his mind. Yeah. Not some afterthought to God. God has you on his mind. Now watch this. I want to I want to encourage somebody with this. Now you remember let's turn to Matthew chapter three. Um you remember when Jesus got baptized? Now <laughs> you know that baptism is you know, we we we've been taught that baptism is like an outward sign of an inward change, right? That um is part of the salvation where you go down the center but you come up cleansed right it's sort of like you know resurrection in that sense yes. right you go mm -hmm. down and then you rise as, as a new person but jesus didn't get baptized because he was a sinner right <laughs> amen right he knew no sin right mm -hmm. um he did it so he said listen the word has to be fulfilled right um uh but when he came up out of the water in Matthew chapter 3. Let's look at verse 17. It says that, And lo, a voice from heaven spoke, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, then in, in, and then it goes on in Matthew 4. And Jesus is led by the Spirit, and uh, he was tempted in the wilderness. And that's from Matthew 4, 1 through 11. And then beginning in verse 12, I don't know what it says in your Bible if you have any headings, but if you do have headings in your Bible, it then says the beginning of Jesus' ministry. Mm -hmm. So you know what that means? That that's when his ministry began. No. <laughs> No, but really, that's that's mm -hmm. when his ministry began. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but in Matthew three and seventeen, then God was pleased with Jesus, and it wasn't because he did anything. anything. Right. He 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 hadn't even started his ministry yet. Yes. Yes. But God was pleased with Jesus before he started his ministry. Yes. Glory to God. See, somebody needs to know God is pleased with you before you even do anything. And you, some people are so busy trying to do things. Oh, I want God to be pleased with me. Listen, God is pleased with you Jesus. because you have accepted his son. Amen. He's pleased with you. He loves you. He cares about you before you even do anything. You know, oh, I read my Bible today. God, no, God, uh, God loved you before you did your devotions today. God loved you before you visited the sick. God loved you before you started feeding the hungry. God loves you. He cares Amen. for you. Before you did any ministry work, God cares for you. Because, because, you, because you accepted Jesus. Do you know um, in, in, in Ephesians, in Ephesians um, 1 and 6, it says that we are accepted in the beloved. Yes. And the beloved is Jesus, right? Because it says mm -hmm. here, here's my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And we're accepted in the beloved. Yes. Because you and I are in Christ Jesus, in relationship with him, we're in Christ Jesus. We are accepted by God in 
the beloved. We are accepted in Jesus. So yes. because you believe in Jesus and you are in Jesus, God accepts you. God cares for you. God loves you. God is mindful of you. And this is before you do anything. anything. That's right. Glory to God. Someone needs to stop working for God's approval. Amen. Huh. You're working so hard. You, you're in every ministry in the church. You're in the church every time the church doors are open. You, you, you always have to say yes to everybody who asks you to do something. The Bible teaches us it's okay to say no. You remember the story of the ten virgins? Five of them put enough oil in their lamps yeah. when they were going to the wedding feast and the other five didn't. And then yeah. the bridegroom came and, and then the, the five who didn't have enough oil <laughs> said to the other five, give us some of your oil. They said, you go into town to get your own oil. What did they say? They said no. They said no. That's <laughs> Right? And Jesus told that story. And he didn't make it seem like those five were being wow. selfish. Right. He said they were prepared. You weren't. It's okay to say no. Somebody needs to understand. You don't have to say yes to everything. Amen. It's okay to say no. See, that's how I read the Bible. Amen. When I read the Bible like that, I see that story and I understand being prepared. But I also see something else. It's okay to say no. <laughs> I give you some of my oil, I won't have enough. Nah, you gotta go get your own, dude. <laughs> yeah. Glory to God. Amen. But some of us do that, and even in the back of our minds, we really don't want to do it, but you feel, but you want God to be pleased with you. Listen. Listen. Again, what does it say? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But if you're in Christ, and you know He loves you, and you trust Him, and you have confidence in him, then you know what? You're going to have faith in God. You're going to have faith in the Son of God, yeah. and the Father going to be pleased just because of that. Yeah. Right? Amen. So, so and, and it's not, and it's not that, you don't have to go build something and do something and all this, you know? Mm -hmm. We have to rest in the love of God. We have to believe in the love of yeah. God. Because if we don't and believe that he cares for us, then we're going to be like these disciples, and storms of life, and we know they come, man. They come. And when they come, the difference of whether or not we're going to be rocked or we're going to be steady, uh -huh. it's going to be dependent upon, do we, that foundational question, do you know that God cares for you? Uh -huh. If you know God cares for you, then you're in a better position. I'm not saying everything's guaranteed. You're in a right. better position to say, I know I'm getting out of this. Mm -hmm. You know, you laughed when I said, you know, you, you get a, you know, you get a letter that says you owe thousands of dollars, you know, and, and so dealing with some stuff like that now. And I remember, you know, the first habit, I was like, man, what in the world? What in the world? And then it just bothered me, bothered me. And I've been telling my wife, I said, you know, it's like every night at clockwork, every night at clockwork, right around three o'clock, I wake up. And I'm tell, I've been telling my wife, I said, I believe the Lord's like, he, he tells me things at that time. Mm -hmm. So when I get up, I don't even try to go back to sleep. I just sit there and I went, okay, Lord, what? <laughs> like, right. like, what do you want? I know you want to tell me something. And then I, I wait until I hear the something. And then it's like, okay, now I can go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and on that point with this thing, the Lord was telling me that he said, he said, 
you 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 have to act more boldly, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that's right, because like I was letting the situation rule, and no, nah, mm, we're the head, not the tail. Yeah, right. We're the head, not the tail. The Bible says the righteous are as bold Boldly. as a lion. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. We're the, right. That's how we. And so I, when he said that, I said, yeah. And so I said, I woke up that that next morning. I was like, yeah, okay, this is this is a small thing to a giant, and now I'm ready to take it on. Yeah. But I'm but but he also said this. He told me, you ask for my help every step of the way in everything that you do, and that's you know what I mean. And see, that's about the living by faith. Yeah. And we were. I made a joke last week about eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and stuff. But but the point the the point was whether it's big or small, you should bring God into it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because see that that's what that living by faith is. You keep bringing God into every situation. You know, you go to the supermarket. Lord, help me get in and out of the store quickly. Instead of being mad that you got stuck in there, before you get in there, Lord, help me get out of the store yes. quickly, right? Right. And then you go home and Lord, help me make this dinner and let it come out great, right? Yes. I mean, just bring him in. Just stay in constant contact with him, right? And, and trusting that he's going to help you in ways great and small. Because if you do that, you're practicing bringing God into every situation yes. in your life. So what do you think you're going to do when the storm suddenly whips up? You're going to be so used to always bringing God into the situation. That's going to be the first thing you're going to do. And you're not going to do it in a way that you're going to question whether he cares about you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So God cares about you. Amen. God cares about you. God loves you. Amen. Let's just read a couple of other scriptures and um and then we'll leave. But we're just trying to trying to you know build that good foundation before we start getting into all these other things about exercising your faith and all the rest of that. Just understand you have to have faith in God. And if you're going to, you gotta know. God loves me Amen. and he cares about me. And there's no question about that in my mind. Glory to God. Amen. Psalm 139 and 17, David wrote this. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God. God's thoughts to us or toward us are precious. He's not thinking, look at her. Look at her over there. Look at what she did. <laughs> She hasn't done what I asked her to do yet. That's not what he's thinking. <laughs> God's God not sitting around thinking about you like that. His thoughts towards you are precious, man. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wants the very best for you. Yeah. He wants the very best for your life. He gave the very best so that you can have the very best. Yes. He's not yeah. thinking those no negative thoughts towards you. <laughs> He said, I know the thoughts I have toward you. Thoughts to prosper you and not to harm you. To give you hope in the future. God's thinking great things towards you. His thoughts are precious towards you. Amen. Um, a couple more. Matthew 10, 29 and 31. Jesus said, are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will? But the very hairs on your head are all numbered. 
Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. God, God values you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He values you. He loves you. He cares for you. You are the apple of God's eye. Amen. Amen. We got to remind ourselves of that so that when those storms suddenly whip up, we don't you know, panic mm -hmm. and get off course. Amen. You know, God, you know, said in Isaiah that he has, you know, he has inscribed us in the palms of his hand. Yeah. <laughs> he said that in Isaiah, right? Uh, it's in Isaiah 49 and 16. I've inscribed you in the palm of my hand. Does that sound like somebody who doesn't care about you? You know, we t people now, right, what do they do? They get tattoos of loved ones and stuff like that to show how much they care for them. God didn't get a tattoo, but he inscribed you in the palm of his hand. Mm. I think God cares about you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> if he's going to write your name in his hand, Right. <laughs> what an awesome hand God must have, amen. Yeah. <laughs> All our names, right? Oh, glory to God. But we have to get this. So let's get this point and let's solidify this in our spirit, mm -hmm. right? That God cares for us. So as we talk about living by faith, you know, last week we were just talking about some scriptures and we were, you know, um, talking about, you know, according to your faith, be it unto you, Jesus mm -hmm. has said. Um, but we just wanted to make sure before we went too far that we just laid this proper foundation of the faith is in God. Yeah. It's not in anything else. It's in God. It's in Jesus. And if we're going to have that before we start getting into all these other principles of faith, we want to know we had to be very clear about something. You got to know God loves you and care for you. Yes. Because otherwise when storms arise, you're going to be like these disciples. Mm -hmm. And then look what happened. Right. They lost their mind. Amen. So we praise God for that. Amen. Uh, glory to God. So um, I hope this is, is just a good foundational point on us, you know, because this is something that we can just wrap our minds around. And it's so, it's, it's, it's simple, but it's powerful. You got to know that the Lord cares for you. Oh, yes. Amen. So that we don't ask, God, don't you care? I'm going through all this. Never come out your mouth. Amen. Amen. Because you, you know that you know that you know that Jesus loves you and he cares for you. Amen. And, you know, in things great and small, it'll be easier to cast your burdens onto him because you know he cares. Yes. Amen. All right. So let, let, let's close. Amen. We're going to um, hopefully and prayerfully come back uh, on next week as we continue to talk about living by faith. And we are going to be living by faith in God. Amen. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your holy name. Yes, we give you glory. We give you honor. And we, and we give you praise. And we just thank you, Lord, for um, just giving us this teaching, oh God. And just reminding us how much you love us, yes. how much you care yes, for God. us. Father God, let that just be an anchor to our soul. And Father God, let us sustain us through every storm of life that we will face. Father, I pray for everyone who has joined us tonight. I pray for those, yes, oh God, who wanted to and could not be here. And just pray, God, that your blessing and your favor will continue to rest upon their lives and upon their loved ones. And Father God, uh, continue to 
to speak to our heart and to strengthen us in our faith reveal unto us even the more who you yes, are father. form and fashion us into the image of the lord jesus christ and father god continue to lead us by your spirit and father we just thank you and bless you for all that you are doing what you have done and what you shall do yes. and father god we uh, just simply want to let you know that we love you and we cherish you and we give you the praise in jesus in name. jesus name amen Amen. Well, praise the Lord tonight. Amen. Pray that you're encouraged. Just continue to, amen, um, meditate on the word, amen, and, and know that God loves you, Jesus loves you, he cares for you. And um, we get that down. I think we're going to be in a good position, amen, to, um, to exercise the faith at all times, um, and especially when the storms of life pop yes. up. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Hopefully, we'll see you on Sunday. Amen. Until then, uh, continue to have faith in God. Amen.